We was uh, here. Yeah. We was ready. We was we came here with energy. You know the energy where you want to talk shit about the mayor and the governor and the governor and everybody else in between. Anywho, so we're here. We're here. Intro time. We should record the intro. This is why we need the soundboard because you could record the intro and then we could just dance over it. Yes, fuck Walsh. Thank you, Nathaniel. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know where you are by now, I'm about to tell you. Welcome to Insert Name Here, brought to you in full technicolor and living sound with the dulcet tones of the great Alejandra Cajeda. Bitch, I'm stressed. Stressed. The, the, well, let, let's 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 talk about something real quick. So, so the 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 what was supposed to be the 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 bass, the baritone, the the best nigga in this this his physical area. Actually, he went downstairs because he got other things to do or whatever. Corny loser, whatever. Uh, on but other anyway, Ew. and then there's me, the raspy voice, gorgeous, alto me, Malika unique. Um, and hopefully, in a couple of minutes, we'll have the sultry timber Ooh. of your friend and probably uh, our friend and <laughs> probably yours. Oh shoot! It's been so long, Leon Rivera. We might have Leon Rivera humming on the stream, bro. If he gets on with him, you y'all know him, bro. Y'all know. If y'all not hit. Two. He gets fired every episode. It might be another he, one. He might another not even one. show up. He He'll, might get fired just today. Another one. His first day back, he'll get fired again. But, you know, let's uh, jump into some things while we're waiting for him. So, <laughs> oh, I feel like we got to wait for that one for Santiago. I feel like he has some things to say about that. So, let's see. Oh, I think... I don't think Santiago's interested in the Nets. So let's (laughs) I don't think we're interested in the Nets. Nobody is interested in the Nets, but (laughs) the Nets are interested in getting some controversy for skipping over every qualified (laughs) black person to run, you know, the team full of black people (laughs) um, and hiring Steve Nash. Uh, And that's rude. Especially as we're in a time where people are trying to, you know, they trying to, they trying to be like, I'm, I'm, da 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 da. Um, we're so progressive. Hire blacks. Yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. It's just always interesting when they, when they all go and they're like, yeah, you know, we're gonna change the league. We're gonna have more black coaches, but then black coaches get fired all the time. Black coaches never be given a chance sometimes. And then you hire Steve Nash. Nope, I have no qualms with Steve Nash. High key, good ball player, you know, Hall of Famer. But what this man doing on like the the Nets? Watch him be hella successful just off the fact that I'm talking about him to this degree. But <laughs> like, 
whatever. Sorry, I have to lean in here because I'm trying to share this video. And I can't do it from my phone because Facebook is terrible. By the way, there's a bunch of Facebook people who are quitting because they're like saying like Facebook is on the wrong side of history. And I want want you to know Facebook is definitely on the wrong side of history. Like, um, yeah. Facebook is on the side of fascism. Facebook is allowing, like allowing, not only allowing, in fact, catering to fascism and, and, and white supremacy. Um, it's very evident in what they do. Yeah, like that, bro. Like, <laughs> it's just, but yeah, Steve Nash, like, there's no point in in that being your hire. Um, Nate said, Nate, Steve Nash, a colonizer, and it's facts. Like, they hired this small ass white man. He's not fast, but he is small. The smallest white man to lead the, the nets. And you're just like, it don't, it don't make sense, to be honest. And I just, I'm sick of every sport, professional sport doing this. They're like, we're going to put more effort into hiring black coaches and they never do. He's South African? Anybody ever told me? Okay, that's even worse. White South Africans are, you know. I've never, he's really from, his birthday is my birthday, first of all. Ew. People with my birthday are are demonic. Aquarius men are demonic. First of all, he's from Johannesburg, South Africa. He's probably a monster. <laughs> like, what? Ew. What South Africans? I'm sorry, I don't care. They can they can go. Steve, oh, five hours ago. Ooh, look, look what happens when you Google people. Steve Nash says playing career is why he got to skip the line to become Brooklyn Nets coach. Okay, um, excuse me, but what about all the other like players that are around his age and a little older that have wanted to become head coaches? Um, I don't think they're getting to skip the line. I don't think your career was like that good to be relaxed. What I'm trying to say, Steve Nash, is relax. <laughs> Take several seats, as Tamar Braxton once <laughs> said, multiple times she said, actually. Um, but yeah. Hmm. What shall I go? Oh, the Rochester chief of police. Yo, just resign. And I didn't, first of all, you never assume a chief of police is black. I never do. I just never assume a Chile, I was going to say Chilean. <laughs> a chief of police is black. So I went and checked and I said, this black man really quitting. He said, if I can't tap dance for the white man, then I don't want to do this job. I said, you got to be fucking with me. I'm just like, they play me to the highest degree if they think this is like, <laughs> like I care. Like the mayor yo, was yo, the yo. mayor of Rochester was asked, like, who's gonna be in charge of the police? Me, like, she was like, I just got this fucking information today, just now. Also, she said, literally, I just got the call. Me, I have a question. Like, how are you the police in charge of protecting if you're just gonna go and quit? He said, I want to be the next Candace Owens. I mean, go ahead, man. Look how they treat her. Yeah, she's. Oh, yeah, she should have. She should have got on the list. That, that, you know, I like to be talking about that. that no, yeah, that no, I don't. Yeah, you don't need to give anybody. Oh, wait, any. I don't want to call her reptilian. I don't like to call people only white people things. You don't need to get. You don't need to give. We don't need to give her energy or, or, or reach. Uh, but yeah. Um. 
which one do we want to cover? This is so difficult because Santiago is supposed to be joining us. There are a few topics that we know he's going to want to talk about. So it's like, oh, there he is, Santiago. He flashed in for a second. I wish if you're listening to this like the next day on our podcast, it's going to sound so weird to hear us go, woo, because we saw him for like a millisecond. A flash of a second, he appeared in a great looking room. (laughs) (laughs) Santiago, come back. Come back, join the crew. Um, All right, so we'll talk about some other stuff. Um, Oh, Joe Budden. We'll talk about Joe Joe Budden. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Uh, so <laughs> to my surprise, I go on Lipstick Alley. You know I'm a petty bitch. I go on Lipstick Alley the other day and it said Joe Budden, um, uh, star, 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 his dog. And I said, yo. I said, whoa. Yeah, I don't know what y'all, if y'all know what star, star, star is. And then said abuse as well. And if you don't know, Joe Budden like is hella abusive. Is no I thought everybody abusive. knew that Joe Budden is abusive as fuck. And also, I'd like to point out that just because somebody hasn't been like declared abuse. guilty in a court of law does not mean that they're not guilty of abuse. Facts. Because that's Especially what he usually totes around. He usually says because like he like pleaded not guilty or he didn't do this, this, and this in terms of his court cases with women that have brought up specific cases against him that that makes him not an abuser but and he's for sure emotionally abusive you can just see that off the you see it on of him the five thousand episodes episodes seasons of love and hip-hop he's been on homie is abusive to the max and i say this as somebody that like i listen to the joe budden podcast i enjoy it i enjoy it because it's just funny but also it's one of those times we where i'm now like okay at this point all the evidence that you could need even though i didn't need it um is there homies just trash nate nate you're going you're going to hell sir i want you to know <laughs> nate said <laughs> joe uh, pump it <laughs> and the it is the dog's penis up button and that's, twitter twitter man that's what they're alleging in a court document that his um his child's mother since santana his ex-fiance um had in the family court she was basically saying that she he not she he had like masturbated off jer- i don't want to say jerk jerk that sounds so weird jerked masturbated off his dog. the dog abused sexually abused the dog he sexually, sexually abused, abused the yes dog. there we go that's a, there thank you thank you for english he sexually abused his dog and it's just <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, I don't like, even know the sick, reaction bro. you can get. Like, whisper is bad to say. Joe Biden is actually a crackhead. Like, no, like, not not even slanderous. He, like, dude is not good in the head anymore, if he ever was. And, you know, I thought he, ooh. Yeah, look at you. I thought he was better for the fact that he just acts differently. But, you know, addiction just, it hides itself. You can become a better, more functioning addict. As you know, you just go along. So it's just, it's just mad wild. Like, yeah, Nate, we'll be in hell too. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we're gonna be in we hell be because there. that pump it up thing kind of killed me a little bit. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I feel like, and this is where it's so, uh, it's not hard. This isn't a hard like topic, but it's difficult in the aspect of Joe Budden very publicly is going up against Spotify right now because they offered him like a shit, a shit re up deal. For their podcast and he's been very like vocal about wanting black creatives 
And this is the issue with a lot of the, with the almost all all black like with almost all, all the like black like figures, they all have like that's why it's so hard for us to get rid of people because like almost all of them suck. Almost all of them like suck. when you and, think about and it, and then they do so much like groundwork for their respective fields. Like Joe Budden is like someone that a lot of black people think about when they think of podcasters. They think of the fact that his podcast consistently gets a million listens every episode, pretty much. So, like, when you think of those parts and the fact that he was able to secure a deal with Spotify and then... Yeah, after he, like, up in who... He he said, "I am the the important part of this podcast on Complex. I am leaving." Facts, and they said, "We gonna keep it." And then they, they said, "And then no. nobody's watched since." No. <laughs> yeah, so it's just it's just issue and issues. It's I texted somebody. You having issues? <laughs> it's just like a continuous struggle that we have with like these black creatives. Because we've known about this. Why is but, the camera um, fo- refocusing? Focusing. I don't know. We're having a struggle day, technology-wise. Technologically. Um, it's just, like... It's, it's, this is the aspect that I know Twitter people hang on to a lot in a lot of hoteps, is that as soon as he picks up this huge fight with Spotify, who's now kind of taking the corner of podcasting, like, taking that whole market... Mm-hmm all of these things come out because that document by sin had been filed last year. Audio stuff had been done last year. Tahiri's interview with Vlad was released on his 40th birthday. A bunch of stuff that like, for like these black men that constantly feel attacked by the media, they look at this and be like another Bill Cosby. He's trying to buy Spotify. Ain't no mercy for me, sorry. I like I mean, dog, like it's like this my thing is that it's like, oh, they think it's a conspiracy. No, mad motherfuckers are abusive. That's it. He's 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 almost here. Like wow, this is so exciting. We're just never done this before. Waiting to get our friend on here. Um but it's just Joe Budden's can't. Everybody knows Joe Budden is not. You don't have to cancel him. It's just he's been canceled. He's been somebody we don't pay attention to. My thing is that, like, canceling means nothing. Everybody talks about cancel culture. It's nothing. Like, people still, they'd be fine. (laughs) Like, their life goes on. Like, for a while, people hate them, and then their life goes on. Like, not saying it's a good thing or anything, but that's what happens. And it's like, shit, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, it's hard to it's hard to care when nobody else cares. <laughs> you know? And like, like women women, people have known Joe Bunny was beating women for a long time. They still let him get the most famous podcast all those, in like the black community for a very long all time. All those rappers, all those people like like Nas, freaking fabulous, like Yeah, all of them have they all get away with stuff. Even famous, even even like bro, Nas was beating Khalees, like that woman almost won a Grammy off a of milkshake. Hiya, Puddins. It's your girl, Holly Quinn, a.k.a. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell you all about it. It's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff. And if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode, Q and Slay, or Theater from Our Butts. <laughs> Have a good day, Puddins, and love, trust, and belief.
crazy. Sorry if I was playing with the screen, guys. Um, we're trying to get our friend on here. He's like here, but he's not here. He's here. Hey, Santiago. Oh, wait. I don't know if I can hear you. Do you see me? Hey, look. We can see you. Can you guys tell me if you can hear him? Yeah. I want to add him to the stream, but I hate this background. Motherfuckers. Yeah, so cool. We have a couple of things. First, we wanted to talk about that woman who was pretending to be uh, Bronx Puerto Rican. We don't, we we wanted to save that topic for you because we knew you'd have something to say about it. Who was that? Who was that? Where's my phone at? That, that woman uh, who just showed, like, showed up last week. What the heck? I can't hear. <laughs> what happened? What's the word? Yeah, so that that woman who was trying to who was pretending to be Afro Latina, you you heard of her? You shared her just what was it? Jessica Krug or something like that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. That was a funny one, man. That was crazy. Yeah, you know, did you see? But you that? know what? This is weird that you like you're listening to me through like a headphone. Facts, like, it is weird. You know what I mean? Like technology's weird. Oh man, we just don't want there headphones? to be an audio playback. I feel like I should get headphones too. So I'm- no, no, you're fine. The only reason we're doing this is because we don't want it to be feedback on the the stream. Our mic is really powerful. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, and you're putting this up later. Fine. All right, cool. So, what's the word, man? All right. Um. So, do you want to talk about uh, Melnia Cass? What? What's going on? What? Which? Which part? Yo, you see the thing with the trees? Yes, the, the trees. trees. That's what we're talking about. The trees. Yo, they try to take the trees. And then all of a sudden, I remember we were like, yo, let's try to see if we could link up with them and see if we could work on it or something. Thanks, thanks, the next thanks. day's article is like, yo, the city backs down from... <laughs> from killing the trees. From killing Roxbury because yeah, we, we wouldn't have enough oxygen. Yeah, no, seriously, because some people some people might be like, oh, those are just trees. Let's get, you know, it's nothing. They, can, they try to tell people like, oh, we can put new ones and they'll grow. But it's like, dude, we got one of the highest asthma rates. So when you take those big mature trees out, you you make we can't breathe. You know what I mean. So that that was huge for me. I was ready to go all in on that, but I'm glad that that was able to um be pushed back. Now right. the other pieces, the whole needles. You talking about the needle stuff, man? Yeah. I mean everything. Yeah, it's bad out there, man. I mean everybody has seen all the stuff out there. Um, you could probably share in the comments if anybody's on there right now. Um, everything that's going on on Mania Cast, needles, people mm-hmm. pooping. You probably people. You know, you see people completely tweaked out out there is bad is bad so we're trying to bring right. attention to that um what we're trying to do is we're trying to get the city to do a little more you know what i mean they get millions of dollars every year and then people are just still sitting out there they look homeless passed out there's no real solutions every time you ask them about an issue we bring up any issue it's like oh we're working on it we really don't know it's like okay you know years passed now you should have some type of plan so and it's like our kids are seeing this stuff, you know what I mean? It's really traumatizing. Like it's traumatizing for me as like not a child. Um, and I can't imagine how. Right? Yeah, it's bad. It's like when I'm like when I'm in the car with Alejandro, we're driving fast. Like it makes us nervous. Like we're stressed out to see that. And like it's also again, we said this I think like the last week or the week before. But like Matav is like literally the worst place to like congregate as like like in yeah. like exists because it's like right off the highway and mm-hmm. it's and like very- about mass i mean about talbot ave um i don't mean to cut you off but 
because of the response, but that goes down every day on Methadone Mile. That's every day that people are like 100, 200 deep just hanging out. And this, the same thing, it, it, it's, it's such like a big issue, man. I've been at the at the light and you see people like getting robbed out of their car before, man. You know what I mean? And it's just such a bad, it, it's a real bad situation for both sides, us who live here and those who are struggling that need um, services because we've been out there and we, we try to help a couple of folks out there. And they'll tell you, like, we can't stay clean because we walk into any of these buildings. But the moment we walk out, there's people shooting up right there. My friend is waiting for me with a bag. You know what I mean? So it, it's a it's okay. a bad environment overall. It's just a bad environment overall. So I'm excited. That's that's why when um, Michelle Wu announced that she was running for mayor, I got excited. I know there's many other people that are going to come out, but I'm excited for that candidate because she has, you know, her 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 her, her, her platform. I know definitely she will not let that thing slide. You know what I mean? As mayor, she will not. And I'm pretty sure as, you know, city council right now, she hasn't done much because, you know, powers are limited. But I know that um, that's a candidate that she's pro, you know, she's green. She's real cool. Like, I like that. But I'm waiting for other people to come out. Too. But Methadone Mile Man is bad, bro. It's just, we need everybody to, like, you know, make a push because it's just, it's nasty, bro. I have friends out there, too. Facts. We shared we shared uh, the petition on yeah, our yeah. so folks want to check that out. Um, yeah. We'll probably put the link in the chat. Yeah. Um, what did I say? Yeah, but speaking of Michelle Wu announcing yes. her candidacy, she didn't really announce it Yo, so much. That? Marty Walsh was a little hoe. And fucking yo, no, I'm I'm really tight at Marty Walsh because today he really tried to be yo. What? What? How do you how do you think that went down? How do you think that went down? Was it like, all right, hey, Wool's like, hey, I'm running for mayor, and he was like, all right, so I'm gonna let everyone know. No, he he just. He just told the news. He just oh, told the news. It was like, I wonder if he played it. It was like, cool, cool. Um, yeah, you can let them know on, on Monday. That's not a problem. You can let them know. On no, 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 no. Listen. And then he, he like, knew oh. that she was running for mayor. And he knew that she had not announced that she was running for mayor yet. And he just told the Santiago, media. This, this what happened. If you didn't know, actually, anybody listening. On Sunday, Michelle Wu called Marty Walsh. And she called him because Marty Walsh has made slide comments before that Michelle Wu runs to Twitter too much, basically insinuating that Michelle Wu has Twitter fingers because she'd be talking to her constituents on Twitter, mm-hmm. unlike Marty. And so she gave him the courtesy. Don't like that. I don't know why politicians don't like that. They don't like when you when, when you know they don't they, like when you talk to your constituents. They don't like when they you talk yeah. to the people that voted for you. So they, I didn't I didn't know he, she was being criticized about that. That's 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 pretty weird. Marty Walsh is a fucking. I hate this man. Do y'all not understand? I don't like this man okay. at this point. Like, what the hell? This man is an asshole. That is like not. It is not cool. Like, <laughs> some article called it a faux pas. That's not a faux pas. Like he was being a bitch. That's violence, bro. You know, nobody does this. Like nobody is somebody, somebody had... else's race. Yo, if somebody had done that to a white man, there would have been beef on these Irish streets. Yo, listen. Did she announce anything? Did she do her own announcement on the side? No, no, because she was. It wasn't time. It's not time to announce that yet. 
It's you, she it's, would, it's, you, you usually wait until very, that's very the presidential cycle. You wait until after November. You wait until after the presidential stuff or right before to either get it out of the way or get it like after all the Biden Trump. But I know Marty went- more excited people coming out. Like, you know, people are going to be like, oh, they're really good. But it's just, you know. Marty, but Marty came especially with the bitch shit because today he tried to pretend like or whatever day it was. He Yesterday. tried to pretend, oh, it, I, you know, I can't just say no comment if I have information. I can't just not tell you. I'm like, what, you, what, what the hell kind of bullshit excuses that, you fucking liar? You say no comment all the time. That's crazy. That's wild, man. I have, I have, I feel like this year coming up is going to be exciting, man, for local districts, citywide, mayoral. It's just going to be, it's going to be good. And we should be like, I remember, we got this, we, we got this whole hood consultants thing going on. And everybody, you know, right now, it's a struggle because of COVID, but there's been a struggle because just a lack of outreach. And you know, we know how to make that happen. You know what I mean? We know how to get people out there. So that's why I tell you, it's going to be interesting because whoever we see that, um, I want to say fit to the criteria, but whoever is in tune with the community and gets, you know, that good support will definitely be, you know, be one of those top candidates. Cause I know a lot of folks are going to come out, but it sucks because I remember last time, it was like a bunch of folks came out and there was that whole shady thing of telling other folks not to run. You know what I mean? So let's see how this plays out. But have you, have you heard of anybody else? No, not because it's not time yet. Okay. After it's usually after like the presidential cycle where people will start being like, okay, it's usually January really that people start announcing for real. Cause so, so was start- this the blow that mayor Walsh was trying to do for, for Wu? Is that it? I don't know what the hell he's trying to do. That's what doesn't make sense to me is that this isn't a strategic move. Him saying, like Malaysia mentioned, him saying, oh, uh, you know, when the press says, uh, I say no comment, people get mad at me and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, this man says no comment about literally everything. He'll say no comment. And then the next day it will be, oh, we made a decision on this. And the community will be like, you just said no comment yesterday. How did you make a decision within the next two days or day? Yeah, he's being really petty and he thinks it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Wu train clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Carrie says something good in that the mayoral election is going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we should stop using crazy also, all of us. It's a very uh, ableist conversation for a different day. But um, <laughs> our community should seriously prepare, prepare dialogue, prepare questions, and all that. And it's Bang, hold these people accountable for real, for real. Yeah, because I don't know if people remember, the last, like, district, what's, what are you, District 7? Mm-hmm. District yeah. 7, like, race was crazy. There were, like, 13 people up in there. Or was it the, was it 13? It was a oh lot of people God. up in there. First like, before, the first time Kim Janey got. Yeah, I think it was for 7. No, no, I, I, I was just yeah. thinking about what, um, which one you were talking about? But just to add to that, um, what what Miss um, May has just said, you know, um, if the community should be prepared, we're not prepared, fam. Because mm-hmm. I was just looking at the signs, right? You know those big vote signs that you just saw out, and you probably seen it in, um, in Roxbury and Dorchester. They put these signs up right around election time, and they expect you to know who to vote for, why you should be engaged where to go, how it goes down, who's who. And there's no time for that. And <laughs> as an organizer, you know, or, you know, I, I love to be in um, working in, on, on campaigns. It's like you notice that, that a lot of people, 
they'll start and it's like, oh yeah, we want to get people out to vote and we want them to, you know, to commit to voting. It's like, dude, do you know that it's a process? I can't just walk to a door and be like, yo, here, dude, I have to explain to them why they should vote. Who, why it matters. You know what I mean? Uh, what, I, this, what this it, position I, is yeah, sometimes. It's, it's, not, it's not that easy. So it's tough. And I, that's why we, um, we're definitely going to be working on, um, on some year round, um, voter, you know, voter engagement workshops like that, because that's something that's needed because we can't expect our people to be upset all year. You know what I mean? Right. Situations, the schools, you're probably, your streets all messed up. You probably, you know, we need more dumpsters on this side, but you know, (laughs) struggle to get them. And you know, this lady, her city, you know, your city council is just pulling up to meetings and she's dipping before the meeting's over and it's frustrating. And it's like, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to break down. <laughs> I feel like we um we need to start taking advantage, not just this election, but, you know, the following election, find ways to keep people engaged. Yeah, and, and, beyond, and, and beyond the elections, the ways yeah. we have to find ways to engage people but while they're, like, you know, just during the year, during any time. Any time. You know, when we're voting these people in, it doesn't matter how how tough we're on them before we vote them in if we never hold them to account the whole rest of the time they're in there. And then they're incumbents and then they're just sitting in their seats, which is what happens to a lot of Boston City Councils, especially, is they get to be incumbents and then they just they just chill. There's a lot lot. years years and years. And it's like, you know, that's that's not it. Like, that's why people shouldn't be running on a pose like that's why it seems so fake to people when you pull up to them and you tell them hey voting is so important because of these issues and they're probably like dude where have you been the last 11 months like where i've been just crazy you know what i mean like stressed out about now you want to promise me that this person's gonna do this and i need to commit to this day it doesn't work like that it's a process and that's why um like you said, we can use year-round, you know, voter engagement. Right. And that also involves um, not just talking about voting, but getting people engaged in their community so they know how the process works. So by the time election time comes, they're like, okay, let me do this because I know this person was supposed to kind of follow up on this. You know what I mean? And I kind of know how this works because I already did. So that that empowers um, a lot of people, too. Because, yo, right now, Roxbury, I mean, I, I say Roxbury because I live in Roxbury, but Roxbury is looking rough. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. It's it's you see the same thing over and over again. Dudley Station looks. It's Nubian. <laughs> it's Nubian Station. Yeah, and make yeah make voter registration accessible, like you said, Malaysia, because that's. And you know, um, when you mentioned uh, that Roxbury looks crazy now, yeah, it is like the violence. I don't know if people know this, but last week, like there was a day where like seven people, like four people got shot and three people got stabbed. Yo, in a day, yeah. and and just like last night, I there were like ten gunshots like across the street. And you know what's frustrating? Seriously, that, and I don't know if she did, but I didn't hear anything at least from your local district city council. Like she'll say, "Hey, like look, this is going down in my district. Like yo, this is crazy. Like I'm I'm here. I'm I'm watching this. Well, at least the everything is, it's like it's cool. You know, ten shootings in one day. That's fine. Let's just let it ride. And that's that's where we need to hold people accountable. It's like. But- I'm saying like this is my this is my thing. We talk about we talk about gun violence. We talk about gun control, but we yeah. never talk about it in the context of, of like our communities. of our communities. And we don't. And also, when we do talk about it, we talk about it punitively. When not when we know that's not the solution 
to gun violence. Like we know that because we've been doing punitive measures for yep. 30 years, 40 years at this point. Yeah. Like that's not the solution. Let's and it's, it's really, it's like, bruh, like, and then, and, and none of these politicians want to address it because they feel like they don't have a solution, but it's like, we have to do something, you know? You could try, you know what I mean? You can try. You could like do as, cause like there were times when there wasn't as much violence. Like yeah. we can do that again. Like what, what can we, you know, what, what about those times made it, you know, and I have ideas. I think, you know. Hood Consultant has ideas. Facts. Seriously, because. Message uh, Malaysia at hoodconsultant.com. Yeah, because you know we have to we have to start looking at other ways to 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 deal with what we're, we're dealing with today, man. Folks are coming out, and no disrespect, but folks from like 30, 40 years ago talking about these same ideas, and we have to shift away from that because it's just not working. We're we're dealing with a whole other new generation flow. You know what I mean? It's a whole other movement. And, I don't give up it. I don't. I see so many things, yo. I get upset with so many things that I see out here, but I don't give up because I meet people. Or like sometimes when we sit down and chop it up, I'm like, yeah, look, look, listen to our ideas. I know this stuff works. You know what I mean? Right. And that, and that's the thing. Like people always want to try to find somebody who doesn't know anything about this community, bring people in or whatever. Whatever. Oh, this person is an expert. Oh, this person is that. I'm like, but they're not an expert in this community. They're not an expert in the nuances of how this street and this street interact or how like you know or what it means to have gone to this school or that school or like you know these are all like you know these are all nuanced things that come from people who actually you know grew up in this area who experienced this community and it's like you know we're not even offering these people who do have expertise we're not offering them any opportunities no we're not we're not and and we're one thing that that is very frustrating for me is that I noticed that it's so easy for a lot of um, nonprofits when it comes to young people. Young people start getting developed in these spaces, and then for whatever reason, maybe you know, personal situations or financial situations um, or funding, lack of funding, or for whatever reason, um, they end up leaving these programs. You lose them all. You lose it completely. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I'm thinking about how many of my friends, how many of like, um, you know, my 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 coworkers at the organizations I've worked at, like how many of them are just, you know, in the wind or like in really not great places or positions. Like, you know, it's 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 rough. Like, yeah. it's really rough. Like, <laughs> And then I just think about the, all the inadequate, like, there's so much stuff that's dreg, dredged up, especially as a youth organizer or something like that, yeah. um, in performance of your job. And it's just like, you know, we you, never have adequate you, like mental health services to support that. We never, you know, we never really think about how that affects that young person. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, they can tell their story about all this these terrible things that happened in their lives. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, we have to be careful with that because, you know, being in those spaces, I learned that, you know, sometimes some of these places, man, it's like they pimp out your story and it's like, like, don't forget that this is real life. You know what I mean? Right. That's why I try to, um, I'm glad that we've come together and we're doing our own thing, you know, coming up with ideas where we can assist others because young people need these spaces, but these spaces need to be genuine. You know what I mean? Right. 
they you have, have to yeah you have to really want to provide um you know a good space for young people to to thrive in because especially now it sucks man but it seems like you have no green space in boston there's nowhere to go and some people don't even have a place at home to be safe in. You know what I mean? A lot, right. of, young a people. lot of people. And then, you know, like I said, again, we'll always we'll keep saying because it's still happening. Mm-hmm. There's a ton yeah. of youth homelessness in Boston. Um, a lot of people, you know, couch surf. A lot of people right. are transient and stuff like that. You know, like right. that 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 contributes to violence. Yeah, Boston had a rough one. I was surprised, man. But it's pretty. It, it, it's interesting how. Um, how it plays out because, again, we were arguing about the whole defund. Matter of fact, yeah, let's talk about that. We we argued about the whole defunding thing, right? About the the police. But when you look at these numbers of shootings, bro, and you see the numbers of of unsolved murders, you know, like, I'm saying they're not even functioning. What's happening? You know what I mean? It's like what, what, where 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 do we say? Hold on, something's not cool. Because if you're making if you're making so much money. And we're over here struggling with these programs. You seem to be not in control of the situation. Why don't we try something different? You know what I mean? Everyone came out and got offended, but it's like, look at this. No one is safe out here, man. We definitely need, that's why I was excited. You know, I know there's a lot of commotion with the whole Monica Cannon thing, but I'm excited that at least that space is available because yeah. I know some young people are going to be in that space. You know I what I mean? I was about some, to ask you about that. Some young people are going to be in that space, regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. At least you never know if one day before um, a child could be on the street or they can be in that space one night, one afternoon. Right, that's right. just the real deal. That's really how it is. And that, and that's the type of direct act, uh, like organizing and activism that people uh, like they 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 undersell it. They they don't you know. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to word this? Okay, Jack, this is a We Should Do This Again Sometime podcast ad, take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, this is a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again Sometime was hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please? One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What What does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Cat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. Yeah, I got the headphones. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think of this earlier. Probably work better. Yeah, I just... When it comes to like nonprofits and all these things within our community, you just always look at it and you're like, it's so frustrating, even with our politicians and everything. It's very frustrating because we look and we look and especially us that's been paying close attention for the past four years and nothing happens. Nothing. Yeah. And, you know, we we know because we say these things over and over again. It's like they really don't they don't care like this. You really have to show them that you're going to keep. You know, attacking them, fighting yes. about this, and that's and that's why things like and that's why for like think for Marty things like going to his housework. That's why harassing him in public on Twitter works. Like because he he's like he, that's the only thing that he's afraid of. Like 
because you know the mayor and bossy he can do whatever he want for real like yeah that's the power of the mayor and bossy like you know it's true it's true this is a lot man boston got a lot of work to do that's why i get excited when we link up and we start talking about um you know things to work on because there's so much to work on in boston i mean from the whole heroin and the methadone and the you know the addiction services and all that um to you know just making sure youth have access to good good um good organizations to getting people Bye. engaged you know i'm excited about this year coming up because i know there's always a challenge to get people out to vote but i feel like there's so many issues in boston right now that people can relate to that we can connect Bye. with to get people out to vote that this year it shouldn't be an issue uh, I wouldn't say it shouldn't be an issue, but we should see. I mean, in the lot in the primary, we had you know a the highest turnout, turnout since. Like, Look at that. you see. So there's yeah, there's good there's good energy out there. We just have to keep that up, and um and I think we can even do even better if we connect people to um to the issues that um you know that that they know about because a lot of folks don't don't want to vote, don't want to come out and vote. But when you can connect them to you know their everyday lives, you know, in their housing, you know, expenses and things like that. That makes sense, because I was there. I was someone that I used to see the voting stuff and say, oh, that's weird, you know? And so I started seeing what the deal was behind it. So definitely, man, that is dope, bro. But, and that's and that's an important experience to have, because people who don't have that experience don't don't know how to sell this thing to people. They're like, oh, it's your duty. Oh, you have to. Like, But why? It's never shown me the duty of my life. Yeah, nobody want to hear that, man. So it's, it's dope. And that's why it's a struggle, but... This shit is definitely going to be interesting. There's a lot of people out there, man. And let's see who does what and what. Um, but yeah, let's see what 2021 brings. I'm ready for November. I think the election next year is November 3rd. I'm ready for November 4th. Because yeah. I know these people are going to have me hot. I'm going to be tired of hearing these people. Right. And it's going to be, you know, and it sucks because it's going to be the same old thing with the, you're going to get bombarded with flyers, text messages. And that's cool, but that's why I tell you, that's where we can come in and see who's, you know, who's worth it and try to push that person. Because I live in Boston and I care about living here. You know what I mean? And I think we need to all do our part to make sure that we make a difference regardless. And I feel like a lot of folks sometimes say, hey, oh, I don't I I don't mess with that. I don't mess with politics. I, I love I love to engage with people like that because. Like I said, you just connect, and 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 it makes sense, man. Like especially if you have kids, I got I got a daughter, so I know for a fact. Like this whole BPS thing, that was big for me. Every day I kept seeing that there's a day over, a day over. I'm like, yo, I no information at all. Like this Hi. is crazy, you know. And that that was very frustrating for me. So I can definitely relate um, with parents and um, you know, just in general situation like that. So yeah, BPS had me tight, man. Y'all have <laughs> kids, y'all should have known, man. If you have kids. Don't play Facts. with kids, man. BBS said, "Fuck them kids." BBS had everybody tight, to be honest. You know, and BBS, it's like- BPS, 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 and PPS are sometimes too easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, BPS was tough, man. But they, they, they had. I mean, you know, they, they made a lot of folks wait. They came out with like fifty pages. I think it was like fifty pages. They came out with right on their website, and then we asked for it to be translated. They said, "Oh, we don't, you know, we don't have it translated yet." Like. I could have translated that like this. That's what Yo. I said. You couldn't paste it. You, you could have posted it on your website. Say, I mean, you translate it. You, 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 you know what? You translate it. 
All they have to do is get a contract for <laughs> the man who answered the phones to save people's children when they got lost. <laughs> That's what you did. You're a hero, Santiago. You're, Yo. you're the real hero. Fuck cops. It was simple, bro. And, that, and that, I'm telling you, like, it, it, it's crazy when um when you see the, it's like, my daughter has asthma, you know, so I'm always worried about, you know, the allergies and stuff. And I know how BPS buildings are. So I'm like, damn. Like, why am I not hearing anything? You know what I mean? I know the bathrooms are nasty. Like, these, the air, the air quality is poor as hell in these buildings. So it's a lot. And they're lucky there's no one out here organizing right now, BPS parents around that, because that's huge, man. That's huge. I'm saying, like, the like, air, air quality. quality. I mean, you would have thought, though, lead in the water would have brought, like, would have made them want to yeah. think yeah. deeper and investigate deeper into how these schools. Hmm. Operate because a lot of them are old and shitty. Yo, um, talking about them being old and shitty. So the Boston Teachers Union has been asking for the city or like BPS, BPS, yep. yes, BPS to allow them to walk through every school with a union member and okay. like to ensure that it's safe. Yeah. Because now is the perfect time. Teachers have been talking about the unsanitary and unsafe conditions in BPS schools for a very long time. Yeah. The rats. Yeah, the BPS kept floating around schools. Doing they I kept following doing that. stuff. <coughs> Ew. I've been following. This tea. This ginger tea is spicy. <laughs> oh, I've been following um the Boston Teachers Union, and they've been pretty like you know they've been making they've been that spicy. fight. Yeah, they've been they've been spicy. You know and. <laughs> I like that. I like that because we usually hear that the um the BTU you know is usually pretty quiet on issues. But I mean, I'm seeing the complete opposite now, where like you know when they ask for um you know air air purifiers and you mm-hmm. know I'm like yo yes that's what we need like that's Facts. exactly what we should be talking about. Um, that's what the teachers union should always be about, and it sometimes yeah. is. It's just it yeah. depends on the president. And Jessica Tang's been the president for a little while, but she's just like now getting into her power. It's you know it always takes a minute for women to an Asian especially an Asian woman for yeah. people to give them their rights power. Say Asian, but I'm just saying some people I feel like they step into power and they just see where they can, you know, where they can play and stuff like that. Same yeah, she def she like, def pulling it out all the stops and being like, no, 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 I'm gonna be a a proper. You yeah, know. let me make this happen right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think so. I'm I'm hoping that they do make some real adjustments because I think it's unfair. But I you remember BPS bathrooms? I mean. See if anybody bro. The Timothy trash, BLA trash. Bro, like I said, BLA, we have so many. There's no mirror on there. There's no toilet paper. There were rats in BLA, I swear. There were rats too. Man, it, it sucks. I, I, I was working at a school. I'm able to say the school because I love that school. It's really, it was good when I went there. And the teachers there are good. You know, the, the, the environment's good. But the bathrooms, bro. No soap, no paper towel. And, you know, after like. Two weeks of being there, I had asked one of the custodians. I'm like, hey, why? You know, I hear there's no soap and there's no toilet paper in there. Oh, if we fill that up, they make a mess in there, so we just don't put it in. Like, who does that? They're trying to go to the bathroom, like... I'm like, what? And even if they make a mess, like, does that mean that everybody should... Nobody should be allowed to, like, go to the bathroom in a safe way? Like, huh? I mean, you you guys couldn't... That's what I told myself. I'm like, damn, you guys couldn't sit and figure out a better way to address that issue versus just cutting off the paper and and the the soap. That's crazy, man. So, oh, I like the facial expressions. What are we doing? (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Malaysia trying to give me a stroke. She think they're a ghost outside. Oh, Um, oh, I got a new topic, though. (laughs) What's the word? This, This is a cool topic. 
um, Baker and his, his administration. So an article came out yesterday by WGBH, which is now going by GBH. GBH. Um, and it talked about how they were inflating the amount of money they're claiming that the um, state is spending with minority-owned businesses. So it was basically that they were funneling. There was this one business that's owned by a Latina, but it's in Florida that they're given a lot of business to. So businesses will get contracts from the state, and it says you have to spend a certain amount of money with a minor- minority-owned business. Yes, they were basically going through a few of these little companies, one of which didn't have a recorded like minority person leading them. Yep, and then another was a was a white Latina, which we all know like. If a white Latina in Florida might as well just be a Republican. Yeah. Just a regular, so they just found, a spicy white. So they found that out, and now Baker's like, oh, no, no, you guys are wrong. This investigation is wrong. Um, My numbers are fine. Because every year since Baker's been in office, he's been saying that it's been getting better. Perhaps. That minority-owned businesses have been getting more money from the state contract. And But no, but my, it's not sure. actual, like... And how the and you know how actual minority business in the state are like doing at all because they're cause, yo like bro imagine paying to get around the diversity requirements just pay a damn minority company <laughs> what's wrong with you yeah they said oh no we can't we have to pay this random bitch in Florida because we just can't touch the Negroes like that like and you know and that's I'm telling you again. The governor's race too is going to be very interesting too. I'm waiting, like who's I'm, running, I'm bro, bro. Everybody, bro. I could, I could rant about Charlie Baker for days. Yo, I hate that nigga, bro. And I, that nigga's so tall. I hate it, bro. I hate looking up to people that I hate. And you know what, Charlie Baker, he need to get out of here. He really need to get out of here. I don't care who's running like the on the other side. Please, I'm gonna need you to be better. Like, be no, better than him. Is. I'm begging. That's all. Like, He's because like this pocket. man. Like he does so much shit and he gets away with it. He's a fucking snake. He gets away with so much of the shit he does, bro. Like they'd be like, oh no, he's not really that bad. He's kind of a good Republican governor. No, that man's trash. You know how much money he raises for the Republican Party? He raises off of being supposedly attractive. Uh, like that man is not good. <laughs> I don't know what people are talking about. Listen, anyway, but um, like yeah. he, he raises all this money in other states for the Republican Party, for Donald Trump, for that, you know, for all the, the, all the, like, yeah, I don't even know what's how to describe them. The deplorables, as Hillary <laughs> called them, on the Republican side. Like, this dude needs to go. Like, he's not yesterday. A not today. Good yesterday, he governor. He's trash. He's garbo. Let's see if there's anybody better, you know, because a lot of folks. I mean, like you said. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?